You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Last one of the week. Wow. I'm going I'm to do a coffee. Um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, oh, what do you call it when you don't eat? Um, fast. Fast. Oh, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I've been man. doing Ever a since coffee I turned fast 60. for quite a while. Yes, you have. And it's really helped you. It's helped you immensely. Yes. Yeah, I'm losing. I'm turning. I've turned sixty, and I'm already showing the signs of Alzheimer's. <laughs> I can't remember the word fast. I've crossed over to the dark side. <laughs> I think I can answer this question. Today. How do you maintain joy in the dark times? Well, I got about twenty, maybe ten, five years left. <laughs> it's dark. I'm going to the light. I'm going to the light. Oh man, yeah, dark times. We've never had those. You've never had dark times in your yep. life. Yes, I have. I've read darks. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, we all do. They're it's part gonna of life, come. right? They're gonna it's come. Part of life. I think they have. I think they almost have to come. I think you don't appreciate the light until you've been in the dark. Amen. Right. So, yeah. yeah. How do you, how do you maintain joy? That's the question for today. Skipping the frivolity because we're cutting our time back a little bit. How do you maintain joy in dark times? I don't have anything to say. We got to skip the frivolity. I know. That's that's how we do maintain joy there in dark you times. Go. We get together and have frivolity. Yeah, that's true. That's that is part of it for me. I get around happy people. I get around well, people that make. Me I wrote laugh. that down. Find joyful people to be around. Whenever exactly. we don't have that joy, now that isn't the first thing, but I did have that. Yeah. I had that written as one of my one of my suggestions to find yeah. joyful people and be mm-hmm. around them. Yeah, I, I I've alluded to this a few times that we talked to that lady that we've helped over the last year and a half, and she came over and, and she said I'm I'm struggling again, I'm struggling. And I said why are you struggling? Well, my son is upset and my husband is upset and they're upset with each other, and I'm caught in the middle and I've got a grandchild and that's a problem and my daughter-in-law that's a problem and I said you need to disassociate yourself from some of those people. Well, that's my family. Yeah. I said, well, the problem is they all live together in the same house. Mm. And I said, you've, you've got to make some break there. You've got, to, you've got to have your son and daughter-in-law and granddaughter move out of your house. They've got to have their own family. They've got to do their own thing. And then, yeah. you'll, have to be, then yeah. you'll be able to establish some things with your husband. So sometimes uh, you need to be around joyful people and you need to get away from people that aren't joyful, people that are discouraging, people that are downers. And that's... Wow, that's a great help to me when I can do that. You're not always able to do that, and sometimes you're just going to have to live through those things that aren't so pleasant, but yeah, you got to find some joy in life. Yes. I would say that the number one point to me would be to understand what joy is. That joy isn't something we manufacture. Joy isn't something that we maintain. Joy isn't something that, that is up to us. 
It, it is an aspect of the fruit of the Spirit of God. And so my important aspect is I need to focus on being filled with the Spirit of God. I need to make sure I'm, I am uh, in submission, that I, have, uh, I am available, that, uh, that I am nothing, and that hopefully Jesus Christ is everything. You know, he must increase and I must decrease. And whenever we understand that it, it is a byproduct it's not something we go for. It's not something we aim for, but it is a byproduct. The Holy Spirit produces joy in our life, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, faith, uh, and, and the others there against which there is no law. So to understand that joy is a spiritual byproduct and not a goal, it's not the end. It's not the desire. It's not the goal. Uh, it's a byproduct. So whether I have joy or whether I don't have joy, I still need to be scriptural. Now, if I don't have joy for a long period of time, you know, a week or two to me is a long period of time. Um, right, right. Then, then, and there's been no seasons of joy. I need to really check out my walk with Christ because mm-hmm. it means I must not be filled with the Spirit. Absolutely. I will say that I have determined in my life that when I go to bed at night, that's the end of the day. Whatever happened in that day, it's that's done and over. I still have to deal some things in the morning, but when I wake up in the morning, it's a new day. It, it's a whole new look at life, and that, that has helped me. And then I will tell you what somebody did for me that was a tremendous help, and it's just, just in the last couple of weeks. For my birthday, my kids were phenomenal and did some great things for my birthday. But my oldest daughter, Kayla, contacted some of my oldest, dearest friends and family and asked them to write a letter to me about my life and my life intermingled with their life. And Brother Dan, you wrote me a great letter, man. And I wanted to thank you for that. I wanted to do that publicly. Um, Man, I, I sat in a chair for about an hour and read letter after letter of people that wrote and just said, man, you're my friend. Um, you've been an encouragement, whatever. And I just, I wept. I just wept Amen. for an hour. I mean, I like sobbing, um, thinking that I am so blessed Amen. to have so many awesome people in my life and allowed me to have a part in their life. And you wrote a, a very touching, heartfelt letter. We joke around a lot, but anybody that knows us knows that we love each other Amen. as brothers. And man, do that for somebody. If you know somebody that's having a tough time, get four, five, ten people to write and just talk about some good things that that person has done and give that to them. What a uplift. I, I'm telling you, that was one of the happiest times I've had in, in my life Amen. sitting reading those letters because sometimes you just lose sight that you do have an impact in people's right. lives. And they have an impact in your life. And as I read those letters, I wasn't thinking about what they were saying about me. I was thinking about what I felt about them. Amen. And man, you, you fall in love with your kids, your grandkids, your friends, your you know, extended family, neighbors. It, it was awesome. And I really recommend for your pastor, once in a while, just get somebody to write some letters and, and give this, hey, pastor, thank you for what you do. Thank you for whatever. If you're working in a company, for your boss, 
Get get some people to write a letter. Hey, you you hired me. You gave me a job. You've kept me around when I messed up. Um, you know, for a friend, you, you've been a dear friend. Those things are such a help and encouragement when you're going through Amen. the dark times of life. I would also say to uh, study some particular Bible themes. Maybe study some themes like the love of God or mm. uh, the blessing of heaven or, uh, you know, just uh, the life of Christ, you know, the sacrifices Christ has made. That's oftentimes it helps bring back some uh, some strength and some help in difficult times. I I during difficult times I I don't look forward to study, studying about uh, you know the government and you know the state and church or it, I look forward to good positive and helpful themes if I'm going mm-hmm. through something in in a some kind of difficulty, some kind of a darkness in my in my own life and my own uh, heart, and so the Word of God often, often, often brings me out of a bad place. Right. This is this is sounds carnal, but it's not meant to be. But good exercise can help you uh, being physically fit, mm-hmm. um, making sure that you're eating properly. Some of those things will help you and. I know, you know, there have been some times when I've gone through a tough time and a good game of hockey, a good game of, you know, I'm not such a great basketball player, but if you like basketball, something that you can get some of that physical aggression um, allows you to relieve some of the pressure sometimes. Now, sadly, as Christians, sometimes we become goons in those sports because, you know, we can't get upset like other people can sometimes or, you know, whatever. But, you know, you can go out and play a good game of tennis, uh, if you're over 60, pickleball uh, is you know a great way to really burn some <laughs> passion. <laughs> Wheelchair race, you know something like that. But uh, yeah, I, I think good diets um, and and good surroundings those are definitely a help as well. Not so spiritual, but bodily exercise doth profit. This profit and little, but it does profit. For me, um, I think also to pray extra. Sometimes mm-hmm. if it's if it's a pretty dark stretch, fast and pray. Yeah, I, I think that that's important it, because why is that darkness there? You know, maybe the darkness is some kind of spiritual activity. Maybe the darkness is some kind of spiritual oppression. Maybe the mm-hmm. darkness is just, you know, you've you've gotten away from the Lord. And so fast and pray, which would sort of, line in with the last comment that I was going to say sometimes repent you know right. go through some soul searching and ask the spirit of god point out if there's if there's sin in my life that is bringing this on me because sometimes we bring it on ourselves uh you right. know a, a dark place we've been mean We've been curt. We've been we've been uh, right. uh, you know abrupt and rude to people, and now we're finding ourselves a little bit more alone than we usually are, because we've chased everybody away. Well, then you know the problem was with us, not them. Uh, sometimes it may be we've allowed just you know most of the time when our bathroom sink backs up, 
yeah, when the kids were little, maybe there was a Duplo in there or a Lego or a G.I. Joe guy. But most of the time, it backs up slowly. It slowly acquires hair and soap mm-hmm. and gunk. And it, it happens over the course of time to one day at some point you go, hey, the sink is clogged up. And sometimes we allow just little small sins to back up and clog our, our fellowship with the Lord. And we don't notice it as as greatly as we should if we're more right. sensitive to the Lord. And, you know, so either fast or pray or repent and pray. And, and uh, it's amazing how bright the sun shines after your heart's right with the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. That's that's an excellent point. I, I will say that most of us go through somewhat of a midlife crisis, uh, mid-ministry, mid-life, mid-business. And I think sometimes we have to stop and just realize that there there are some changes that come in life that bring some downtimes as well. And I remember in our ministry here, you know, I got to a place and I thought, I'm not where I thought I was going to be. We don't have the number of people I thought we were going to have. I don't have the soul saved that I thought we were going to see saved. We're not having the baptisms I thought we'd see baptized. And and I had to stop and and check and, and say, you know what? That, that's not up to me. That That's not me. All I can do is the best that I can Amen. do. If I'm being the best pastor, the best husband, the best father, the best friend, if I'm doing that, then those other things belong to the Lord. And I remember one time talking to a friend, and I said, I just feel like such a failure in the ministry. And he said, ow. He said, look at what the Lord has done. Don't look at what he hasn't done. Look Amen. at what he has done. And boy, that guy helped me. Amen. He, he, I, I had to stop and really just... Look, he, he was a pastor here in Canada. He had a, a much smaller ministry, but that guy plugged along and worked hard and just rejoiced in what the Lord had done. And that really embarrassed me, number one, that I was complaining. And then number two made me realize, yeah, I just, I've just got to do the best I can. And uh, as a father, I did the best I could. As a grandfather, I'm doing the best I can. As a friend, I, 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 I'm always trying to improve, but do the best you can and so when those times come and they will and you won't understand it until you go through it you're going to be about 35 to 45 ladies this comes to you too and you're going to you're going to go through that midlife examination of life and you better keep your eyes on the lord and what he's done and not what you've done or you're going to be sadly disappointed you know i would have to vehemently disagree with the fact of uh midlife crisis. I mean, when I turned 40, all we did was I left the city that we're in. We left the yeah. house that we're in. We left mm-hmm. the ministry that we're in. I, I don't I don't agree with all that. No, no, you didn't make hardly any changes at all <laughs> midlife. Um, you, you you nailed it. I, I, I've just got to stop for a moment. We, we haven't done this for quite some time, but vehemently... Oh, word of the day. Word of the day. Let that bolster you. Let that build you up. Let that let that bring a joy to your life. You've nailed it vehemently. Very good. Yeah, you made some changes, man. And uh I I didn't make such big changes, but I did have to I did have to reexamine and shift some gears in my ministry. And uh But that wasn't yeah. the reason I did it. 
turning no, 40, so I no. leave everything I, I wanted or no. dreamed for. So No, no, it's because you got fired. That's why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Folger said he'd never tell. <laughs> well, he told. <laughs> <laughs> wow, great week, great topic. I, I Actually, told Kevin, I said, in. hey, it's me or you, buddy. Yeah. And he took me and literally. Yeah, yeah. He said, it's me. It's me. You should have said what I said. This should have been mine. It should have been mine. <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's Tim Talks for another week. And, Amen. Uh, I hope we've helped you a little bit. And maybe you're down today. Maybe you're a little discouraged. Hey, listen, let me help you with that. Why don't you take me out for a steak dinner? And it'll make you feel so much better. And it'll make me feel good, too. And I'll make you laugh. And I'll help you get through it. And uh, we'll have a good time. That's my suggestion. I'm Al Stone. I'm here to help. Me? I'm over 60, so I'll just say, rub dirt on it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Spit on your finger and rub it where it hurts. <laughs> Take this thing away. <laughs> I'm over 60. I say, suck it up, buttercup, or call, we'll call the wambulance. Man, <laughs> this generation so weak. <laughs> No, just go get you a good John Wayne movie. Wait till the part where somebody hangs, and then just sigh a sigh of relief. It's all better now. <laughs> you have said that before. I've never thought of it. I know. I know. It's true. It's true. I'm Al Stone. I'm so glad to be with you, and I hope we have helped you this week. This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Please make sure you give us a rating and review, and as always, subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. This is the Tim Talks. Al and Dan and you, we're all friends. We're all working through yep. this together. So have we're joy. We're glad that you do. Have joy in your life because you could be us. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like. This is Tim Talks. We'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend, day. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.